0: Show must go on, right? Well, I'm, I'm the madman, and uh, welcome to Shock Monkey Radio. Um, I'm here alone tonight, and that's probably not a good idea. I shouldn't be unsupervised. Uh, I got all these electronics around. I've noticed some little little bit of electromagnetic interference. So hopefully, there's at least a ghost in the room with me. Hello, ghost. Thank you for listening. Uh, yeah, Ek is well. He's unavailable tonight, so I got a long long night ahead of me, and that's all well and good. I can handle it because I'm the madman uh, and uh what's his name Hill hippie will be joining us later um he is also running a little late so it's just me I also noticed the intern didn't come in I wonder if um E k and the Hill hippie anticipated that they may be late today today and they uh, after the last time I was left alone with the intern it was like you know after the show they were like you know dude like five minutes in a room alone with a girl and you're already talking about putting your fingers in holes you know it's like what's up with that and I was like, it, I, it's not about people. It's about like, like in rocks. It's a show. It's like two weeks ago. We did that, and I, I explained it all. It has nothing. It's nothing sexual. It's just you know, fingers and holes. I, I dig it. Don't hate me for it. Anyway, so um, since I'm the only one here, uh, we usually start with our weekends. I say greetings. Hello. Thank you for listening to Shock Monkey Radio. And then we go to our weekends. What did I do this weekend? Uh tell me why I don't like Mondays. That's a good ass song, but Bob Geldof cannot sing. Um, yeah, I watched this documentary. Uh, like Saturday, Saturday night, I was watching this documentary about the uh, uh, about Brenda Spencer, a sixteen-year-old girl who shot up school in 1979, January 1979, and uh, Grover Cleveland Elementary School in san diego and uh <clears throat> how it this event inspired the song uh boomtown rats i don't like mondays and so um and it was just a in the, a little blurb inside this you know uh documentary hour-long documentary about uh brenda spencer um and it it had just a little clip of the boomtown rats doing the song i don't like mondays and that little hook was enough to embed itself in my mind, and so now I've been humming it everywhere I go. I mean, it has been seriously. It has been since the 80s. The last time that earwig of a song got in my head, you know. And I'm I'm really kind of mad, you know. 30 years later, you shouldn't be getting these. Well, you can't argue with that, because I mean, yeah, it's still good songs back, and even before that, even before the 80s, even before the 60s, they still catching, getting your, you know, you know, stuff from, yeah. I hear a Guess Who song and yeah, I'm instantly singing along. So I, yeah, I guess I can't complain. It's just that you know, I, I guess it didn't fit my uh, my desire for my mood because I've been in a bad mood lately, and I just I didn't want because uh, it's it's such a great song and it's so dark that it's kind of like I get it, I get the song. So and I just I. I don't think that that's the kind of stuff that I need in my head when I'm not feeling particularly groovy. Anyway, anyway that documentary, it's uh, it's messed up, man. Uh, that girl's 16 years old. She lived right across from the school, and her uh, dad had given her a twenty-two rifle. And she just started picking people off. She ended up killing a custodian and the principal of the school. Uh, eight children and a police officer were also injured. Uh, 16 years old and shooting with a 22 rifle, you know. And in the course of this documentary, uh, well, what happened was is when they finally approached her, like say, "Why, why are you doing this? Why, what's up with this?" She said, "I don't like Mondays." And you know, I don't think anyone does really, but I mean, don't, you don't go shooting people. That's you know, I, I just grin and bear it, and go to school, and get my ass kicked by bullies. I mean, it sucks. You know, it gets better, but I mean, I understand at 16 years old, I mean, you you don't understand the long scope of life and the long scope of time and how things eventually just even out, you know, everything you think that's going on in high school and stuff like that is eventually everyone just wanders back into the middle of the pack, uh, in many ways, it's, it's, m- most people do, I should say, uh, uh, uh she, in the course of, I think in one of her appeals, I think she said that, uh. Uh, her father had bad-touched her, and from the evidence I've seen, it's entirely likely. And uh, But at the same time, you can't say it's her dad's fault for her picking up that gun and shooting somebody else. If she went and shot her, her dad, that would make a little bit more sense to me. And, you know, you're talking about a one-max casualty. So, I don't know. I don't know what it's like to be a teenage girl. I don't know what it's like to be a teenage boy. And uh, and you know I don't I don't even know what that's like anymore. You know these these teenagers out here today I don't I don't know what kind of raps they're listening to and uh, what's cool. I mean are greasers back in? I always wanted them to come back. Are stoner still around? I imagine they're going to be around forever, right? I'm sure stoner. Yeah, that's that's one of those clicks that never goes away. Uh, skateboarder, people skateboarding, or are they like just uh, hoverboarding? Hoverboarders? Yeah, they're over there hoverboarding in the quad. See, I don't know what it's like in high school. I don't go to high school anymore since the restraining order. Uh, So if you go to Shock Monkey Radio Redux, which is our Facebook page, um, I I, I did a post on uh, the 18th, two days ago, uh, like 2 in the morning. Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. No, yes, yes. This was this was me and not uh Barry. Um and it's debunking glitches. This is a video I found on YouTube and it says MK Ultra glitches and strange behaviors and it shows uh like a bunch of c- celebrities and stuff like that exhibiting weird behavior like you like you don't expect celebrities to be friggin' weird. And it's not because just because they're celebrities. Because they're celebrity, they're just a little bit extra weird. Um, but people who you know, people are just generally weird anyway. So, um, so I mean, you could have you can have clips of me, you know, doing some of this stuff, and you could say, "Look, it's a conspiracy. The madman is controlled by MK Ultra. <laughs> It's like they put a chip in his brain when he was in the Navy. And they did, but that's a whole other story. Uh, go Navy. Um, and, and there's a whole bunch of these. Um, there's this one where this uh, black girl, this guy starts talking about something, his girl, and they're obviously. Dating, they gotta be dating. They gotta be in a relationship, and then she starts giving him these weird eye, eye things and cutting her eyes at. That's that's what, uh, that's what we call it, where I'm from. Doesn't like cutting your eyes at somebody, you know, and that's what she's doing. And somebody's like, no, she's having some sort of MK Ultra glitch. And it's like, no, have you ever dated a black woman? That's what it's like when you start pissing them off. It's a it's a whole series of wow events like that. And so, I mean, whoever's included that as an MK Ultra kind of thing. I was like, you're out of your mind. You, you just never dated a black woman. Um, there's this one clip of Beyonce and Jay-Z at a, uh, you've probably seen some of these clips, but uh, uh, Beyonce and Jay-Z at a basketball game. And she's kind of muttering to herself and rocking back and forth. And I'm just like, don't, you know, don't you know musicians? You know, I know if I'm at a, a boring sports ball game, uh, I, I am crawling up in my head all the time, you know, like I'm a musician, except, you know, instead of thinking about dance moves and being gorgeous, like whatever Beyonce's thinking about or singing a song in her head, you know, I mean, I'll I'll go to, I have to sit through a basketball game because somebody dragged me along, you know, and Jay-Z's always calling up, let's go to a basketball game. It's like, I don't want to go, take your wife, man. And so, um, if I'm there and, you know, I'll be, I'll crawl up inside my own head and have just like a drum solo all to myself, you know, be like that. And I can go there. I can go to that drum set in my mind anytime I want, you know? And so can Beyonce. I guess it's like a dance floor. I wonder what her fantasy dance floor is or she's like, if, or if she's thinking it's like, I'm at Carnegie hall and the president's in the audience or something like that. I don't know. I don't know what her musician fantasies are. And if you're a musician, you probably understand what musician fantasies are, you know? And if you're stuck at a, and that's the great thing about imagination, if you're stuck at a stupid ass basketball game. Boom. Drum solo for do they still call them periods for four periods or do they call them quarters? I don't know. Did they change that? Eh. Oh well. Uh, <laughs> there's one with uh Britney, Britney Spears, and I, I love it where she's acting weird. There's been news articles about this about her. Oh, hello. Oh, I'm weird. <laughs> Just like. Wow, I mean, then I started thinking about why Britney would have developed this multiple personality disorder. And I was just like, you know, if everyone in the world wanted to fuck you for two or three years, you'd go a little fucking crazy too. You know, there is there is such a thing as too much of a good thing, you know. And so, and the problem is that's still bang Britney, you know. So, I mean, even with the mental disorder, I mean, she and, you know, other other Barry, you know, can hang out or whatever. I don't know what it's like, a relationship with another person with multiple personality disorder. Um, there's one with Al Roker where he just kind of locks up and stares at the camera. And he, I'm just like, yeah, he's probably mind-controlled. Uh. <laughs> How else do you drop that kind of weight? Unless you're mind-controlled. S- somebody, somebody at MK Ultra is like, we need to do something about Al Roker, and everyone's like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, for his own sake, right? <laughs> I'm sorry, Al, you've done a very good job losing that weight, I'm impressed. But someone said Holy Ghost, and he's just locked up, it's friggin' weird, and he's wearing this white suit, it's weird. Um, There's one with Eminem, like, Clowning on on these football commentators, and just, it's just the same same old Beyonce thing, where um, you got a musician at a sporting event, and what the hell do they care about that? And so I just love it because I think I think Eminem is just messing with these guys, and these he just got this attitude of like fuck these guys, fuck, fuck college football, <laughs> and you know, they got a clip of the queen of condescension herself, Hillary Clinton. She's just. Oh, Weird. She's definitely mind control. Uh, and one of my favorite ones is uh, of Winona Ryder when Stranger Things got an award, and, um, and she's just doing all sorts of weird faces and gestures, and it's hilarious. And yeah, I'd still bang Winona Ryder too, but I mean, it's I'd love to party with her because she was clearly having a good time that night, and I think Matthew Modine was all about it. He understood that she was yeah you know, getting a little getting a little crazy. And you could tell it by his body language (laughs) in the whole video. And so, I mean, I don't think it's like MKUltra is messing with these people's minds. I think that, you know, they're they're just ridiculous human beings. You know, they're all over this planet, ridiculous human beings. And, you know, celebrities are the people who are most caught on camera being ridiculous human beings. I mean, yeah, I, I could zone out right now and no video camera on me and Nope, you don't get a compilation of madman is mind controlled by MK Ultra. Glitches. 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 See, it's an audio podcast. I got to come up with a way to make it convincing that MK Ultra is you obey the government. They got me. They got me. I don't like Mondays. You know, I I, I make fun of Bob Geldof, but um uh, he, he can sing better than me. <laughs> I was at work, and you know, I started singing along to, of all things, a Pat Benatar song. And so it ends up coming out like uh, a scream, a weird-ass scream. People are like, What's, what was that noise about? And I was like, oh, I'm sorry, I was trying to sing. I'll stick to my drum set of the mind from now on. Well, no, I won't. There's no way. Sometimes, you know, you're walking through, and the Guess Who song comes on, and you got to sing with it. No sugar tonight in my coffee. Of course, we're, I'm you know I'm I'm human, I'm human. All right, so I'm gonna. Wow, I killed 14 minutes with that. Interesting. Yeah, we're getting getting some more EMI. So if you're some buzzing, that's my bad. I'm not the professional who knows how this stuff works. I'll try this, See if this does anything. Huh. All right. Hopefully my battery on. Uh... <laughs> My laptop will hold up while I do the show. The next section I'm calling the 4-1. Um, being single in at this age is a pain in the ass. All right. Uh, see, I use a, a Tinder and Match.com, and the number 40 is kind of is kind of like an error. Uh, the number 40 for an age, I mean, is, is kind of a barrier. I mean, you can look at women's profiles, and um, even if they're like 37 they're not looking for someone over 39. You know, it's like it's like there's this wall at 40 years old that uh, it, until you reach it, you don't want to deal with people, you know, I don't want to date somebody who's over 40, you know, even if you're 37, you know. I mean, I'm obviously not all not all people are like that, but I mean for the most part it seems like they're scared. It's like 40s, that's old. That's officially old, I guess. <laughs> so uh okay. So, um, it's, it's weird on, on Tinder. The only matches I get are like 20 somethings that stripe swiped right on me before looking too closely at my age. All right. And then I send them a message and I never get a response, you know, you know, but you know, it's, it's your problem that you assume that I was in your age range because of my, you know, I got this cherubic baby face. I mean, I'm 41. I got gray in my beard and my hair and, uh, but just last week I got carded for beer and I showed her my ID and she was all, wow, wow, wow. I think I broke her head because that's all she could say. Um, and, you know, in three weeks ago, a high school girl hit on me, you know, I, what I'm, what I'm, what I'm trying, what I'm, what I'm trying to say is, I think I need to start lying about my age. Do you, uh, could you email me a madman at fxbgpr.com uh, to teach me how to lie about my age on Match and Tinder and the ethics of it? Because I'm kind of conflicted about the ethics of it. Yeah. Uh, You know, also on those Tinder profiles, if, if you put something in your profile that says "Swipe Left if you voted for Trump," it, come on, it's Tinder, ladies. There's no need to bring all that into the experience, you know. And uh, based upon what I see in salary requirements on Match.com that you, women places for potential mates, it actually seems that they're looking for a Trump type, you know. You see a lot of women with profiles like, "I don't date anyone who's making under seventy-five k a year." It's like, yeah, it just you want to just step into the top one percent, like overnight. Grow up. Wow. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah. You know, I kid around. I, I make jokes and so forth. Yeah, I, I make jokes. I know it's hard for all of us single people because of the way our society is these days. And I'd rather meet someone online than approach a woman in person because there is no telling how they might react. Little hippies here. Um, There was a time when people would say, well, go talk to her. You know, what's the worst thing? What's the worst she could say? No. But actually, we all know that there are plenty of other worse things that uh, she might say, like sexual assault, you know? So anyway, I just wanted to mention that because the holidays is when I get the most sad and lonely. Sad and lonely. Sad and lonely. Won't some sweet mama come take a chance with me? Because I ain't so bad. But I don't sing as good as Bob Geldof. I mean, that's sadder. What mic are you on, bro? Uh, this one. I'm going to go with four. Just do a mic check for me. Mic check. Gotcha. All gotcha.
1: right. Mic four. Uh, well, To iterate on something you just spoke of. Yeah. If she's screaming sexual assault, you realize you're not supposed to put your hands on somebody you've just met, right? There was a hole in the wall, and I put my finger in that, and that kind of freaked her out. And that's a sexual assault? I guess. So was she screaming sexual assault that you were sexually assaulting the wall?
0: I'm, see, I'm just real bad in person. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Apparently so. You're not even touching a woman and she's screaming sexual assault. Yeah. I see, I, yeah, I have no game. <laughs> Games are for
0: losers. Yeah. Anyway, single white male here, forty, um, 35 years old. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm smart, funny, and somewhat cute. Objectively speaking. Objectively. Uh, And swipe right if you voted for Hillary or or Bernie. Democrats fuck the best.
1: Okay. They do. Okay. I don't know how that... Where did you do your study? Uh, I want to see some numbers, man. U.S. Navy. (laughs) (laughs) I disagree. All right. Here's what we're going to do. We're actually going to pull a poll here, and I'm going to be... Involved in this study myself I'll be performing the uh, The acts With I need a I need a test group of 50 uh, Democratic women And 50 Republican women uh, We will get our numbers and Decide once and for all who fucks better Democrats you're, or Republicans You're gonna get all
0: the diseases dude
1: That's what they make condoms for What the fuck is a condom You lonely <laughs> lonely boy I'd hate to see your sock collection.
0: <laughs> what what do they even cost these days?
1: Uh, a box of threes, about 350. Okay. 350.
0: Alright. So uh since you're in the room, you got this uh section here set aside for Hill Hippies Garden.
1: You prepared? Throw me on blast right as soon as I get here. All right, one second. Let me pull up my notes.
0: Tell me what
1: I don't like Mondays. So, since this is the uh, Thanksgiving season... Oh, right. I forgot about that. Happy Thanksgiving, uh, fellow listeners. Yeah. I hope you enjoy your time with your families, and I hope you enjoy the food that you are going to consume with them. It's... it's, Whoa. Whoa. That was not supposed to come up. (sighs) What do I do in my sleep? I have no idea. You have me either. But I hope you enjoy your time with your families and the food that you're going to eat. And remember, it's not just about what you're going to be imbibing during these said holidays. It's about being grateful for what you have and those you have in your life and this planet that we all live on. And with that being said, now I want to talk about the fact that we're destroying it. Specifically, did you know we are in a mass extinction event?
0: Yeah, but haven't we been for a while?
1: Since the 70s. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Lots of species dying
1: out, 60% of the animal life on this planet has died since 1970.
0: And it's the wrong type of life that's
1: dying. The wrong type of life?
0: Yeah, it should be the humans. Humans should be dying. All
1: right. Well... It's Going back to your statement about, or not your statement, but your question of what's a condom, that's why there's so many goddamn humans, because people don't like condoms. You know what? I get it.
0: But I don't have sex either, so
1: it kind of cancels out. Again, save your socks, buy some condoms. Okay. <laughs> you can continue with your garden. Uh, you, We were talking about seeds. Seeds are in the garden. Okay. <laughs> Uh, got me sidetracked. Yeah, I do that. I do that to people.
0: I don't like Mondays.
1: Technology sucks sometimes. Yeah. Can't keep up with us. Stupid phones. Stupid phones. Yeah. uh, The Living Planet Index tracks more than 4,000 species spread across nearly 17,000 populations from 1970 to... 2014 is the last of the numbers that I've received. The uh, number of animals with a backbone, birds, reptiles, amphibians, mammals, and fish, plummeted across the globe on average by about 60%. The index of the extinction uh, risk for, uh, for five major groups, birds, mammals, amphibians, coral, and an ancient family of plants called cycads, shows an accelerating slide towards oblivion depending on which categories are included, the current rate at which species are going extinct is 100 to 1,000 times greater than just a few centuries ago. By definition, this means that the Earth has entered a mass uh, mass extinction event. It's only the sixth such event in half a billion years, and this one has been led by us. We are the fucking cause because we don't like condoms, and we like to eat because we keep taking away natural uh natural wildlife's well,
0: right, it's uh, theirs first,
1: I get it. Well yeah, I'm, I'm just groping for the word and I'm failing miserably, but we're taking all of their land and using it for agriculture, and we're leaving them man. no place to live because we're dicks. We're dicks <laughs> we're fucking dicks. And you know it's just like the problem with the honeybee man. if the honeybee goes extinct, yeah we're screwed. We're fucked and if one animal no one understands what one animal can do. And I'm not the type who's, oh, all animals' lives are sacred. No, fuck that. Pigs are delicious. Let's uh, I'll go hunting for some pig because they're tasty. But if one particular animal species dies in a certain ecological region, it will have dramatic effects on that region, and it can become a domino effect. Oh, and yeah. it's not just us with uh, the agricultural areas that we're creating, but it's also with people or fucking morons and think that, oh, I'm going to get this reticulated python and I'm going to have it as a pet. And then all of a sudden it becomes this ginormous th- snake, then they're not really sure what to do with it. And they've been throwing it into the other glades. Oh, it seems like some place you'll like. Go have a good life. Nope, and they're, You don't belong there. Yeah. And they're <laughs> decimating yeah. populations down there. I mean, the alligators can't even yeah. deal with these things. And that's having an effect on the wildlife okay, yeah, we get we got more snakes than we had down there, but just one apex predator is not going to d- cut it. <laughs> yeah. Eventually, he's going to go bye-bye as well. So as you're enjoying your holidays, think of ways to give more of your time and less of your waste to the planet and those inhab- those we inhabit it with. Otherwise, we might not yeah. have breath to have gratitude with. Yeah. I agree, we suck. Well, you, now you're going back to your dating no concept. You're no. hoping she sucks. No, I
0: don't. I'm not into that. <laughs> girls, girls. Uh, it it's weird when girls will say you're not into
1: that, and they'll kind of get hurt. Like, like oh. I do it really good, you know. Just... <laughs> yeah, because they've built up their. Uh, Self-image on. I give good blowjobs. Let me show you what I got. (laughs) Well,
0: it's just like it's like in like if she married me or something like that, and she'd be like, "All those wasted blowjobs," you know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And somewhere the uh, the blowjob fairy cries. (laughs) Oh, it reminds me of a uh, friend of mine from high school. He read an online dating profile and he just had to call me up and tell me about it because he thought that was number one, the funniest and saddest thing he'd ever read. Yeah. Because this woman put on her profile, I keep my asshole clean for your licking pleasure. I expect you to do the same. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen something like that. Um, I've seen this one profile
0: I read. It was like very normal and everything like until the last line. All right. And it was all reasonable stuff. You know, mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I'm fit. I expect you to be too. You know, I don't like smokers. You know, I don't like people who drink heavily. And then all in caps, she wrote, and you must eat ass. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what bad experience happened? You met some guy on Tinder. Things were going real well. And then you found out. It's like, no, I don't eat ass. You know, then you just go right to your Tinder profile, you break up with them, you go right to your Tinder profile, and you put that last line
1: in, in right. caps, must eat ass. And it, I bet it had an edit at, before that line, too, didn't it? <laughs> edit, <laughs> must Must eat ass. Now, here's the problem to this poor lady, and she's probably not a listener. Maybe she is. I don't know. You're looking for the unicorn right there, because you want somebody who's willing to put his tongue on a sphincter muscle that cuts turds. Yeah. You don't want this person to drink heavily. You don't want this person to smoke. How's he going to get the taste out of his mouth, man? (laughs) (sighs) So, you know, lower your standards a little bit. If he drinks, okay. If he smokes, okay. As long as he doesn't do both of those, because he's got to do something.
0: But if if eating the ass is that
1: important to you, you should probably lead with that. If it's that important. (laughs) Well, you know, if that's what this conversation starts off with, I think most guys are going to go, nope. Yeah. <laughs> swipe, uh, swipe what? Left or right? I don't know. Yeah. I don't use Tinder. Anyway, um, I want to go in this next
0: section here. I was uh, I was trying to avoid, this is my YouTube, YouTube watcher section. So I was trying to avoid all these uh, social justice warriors get owned videos, you know, I told you. Mm-hmm watching serial killer documentaries more often. But sometimes the autoplay gets me and the next thing I know I'm watching another video of idiots screaming at each other. And they just go on and on and on and on. And like I said I'm up to here with it, you know. Right. Um, you know, maybe time after I have not watched one in a while I might want to see some more. Um, but I'm up to here with it. And so and just I just just once. Just once after 15 minutes of them shouting racist and idiot and all this other stuff back back, back and forth at each other. There would just be a little, a lull, a little short lull where one leans into the other and whispers, you want to go back to my place? And the other responds, I thought you'd never ask, you know, just like those old my <laughs> Python skit. <you> All <laughs> right. I mean, I'm, I wish these types of people would simply laugh more. You know, I'm conservative and Trump pisses me off from time to time. And when he says something absurd or t- tweets some stupid shit, you need to, t- to laugh at him like I do. I mean... I don't understand that kind of anger that goes on in such videos and in these protests and stuff. But maybe I'm just getting old and I don't have the energy for that kind of sustained anger, right? You know, and that's why you see all these young people out there. It's like they they got all the energy for it, you know. So I mean, plus I mean, uh, maybe I've been to a few anger management classes in my life and I've learned how dangerous it is for your health to be angry a lot. Okay, madman. That's why. How do you, I got the name for a reason? But I
1: have to. I, I'm 41 now. I said, that's why you're lowercase, not just full-up, madman, all uppercase. I'm tired of doctors asking me, It's like,
0: are you aware that's a high blood pressure? He's like, yes! (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah, I see that now. (laughs) So, I mean, you know, watch those cortisol levels, you know? You you don't want to have a stroke or a heart attack. And, you know, a good way to lower those cortisol levels is laughter. Yes. Um... Uh so don't take everything so seriously because it's really not all that bad out here in the US of A. But y you, you know, you gotta laugh to keep from crying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was thinking about a world genius fight club. All right. Yeah, I was I was looking through the news, picking out stories for today, and I was I saw a picture of Bill Nye and further on like another part of the website I saw a picture of Neil deGrasse Tyson. And then I just kept flipping back and forth between these two pitchers, mm-hmm. Bill Nye, Neil DeGrasse Tyson. And I started thinking, it's like, if these two started like, like a bare knuckle fight, Bill Nye would
1: stomp the floor with Neil DeGrasse Tyson. Oh, you're fucking kidding me, right? No. He is... St- he's, he's taller. He lo- he's, I bet he's got fast hands. He's a stick. So, but have you ever fought one of those, like a guy with your build? Yeah, we're scrappy. We're quick. But yeah. Tyson's solid.
0: I don't know. I think Bill Nye would stomp the floor with Neil deGrasse
1: Tyson. I, I think uh, he would get a couple good shots on him. But I think once uh, Tyson got his hands on him, he'd take him to the ground and that'd be the end of uh, okay, Bill Nye. I'm
0: restricting it to boxing.
1: Uh, so It's well, not UFC or anything. It's not street fight. We're talking yeah. in a boxing ring. Do you want to do street fight? Because oh, well, that might change some of my uh, opinions on some of these guys. I, what it's your your idea, man? <laughs> Whatever you want. If it's straight up boxing, then yeah, Nye would probably have the better. He would have the reach. I'm not sure if he'd have the strength to knock him out. He'd have to wear him out. He might get the TKO, but not the KO.
0: I, I I'm I'm down with that. So we're on board. Bill Nye versus Neil deGrasse Tyson. Bill Nye wins.
1: Yeah, we'll do that for an, in boxing rules, standard boxing rules, street fight. Tyson takes him every time. All right. Okay.
0: That's fair enough. I gotta make some notes. Hold on. All right, Nye. He's the next. He's for the next round. All right. Uh, all right. So the next next matchup is Elon Musk versus Jeff Bezos. I think
1: that's kind of an easy one. That'll be a quick fight, wouldn't it? Uh, yeah. I think uh, Bezos would be done.
0: Yeah. I th- Yeah. I think. I definitely think Elon Musk has got that. So we're going with Musk. He's he goes in the round
1: two. Looks like he's facing Bill Nye. Yeah, and that would be both worlds: boxing and street fight. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I agree with that. Yeah. All right, next next on the card.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let's get ready to kind of rumble. They're not very big guys. <laughs> we got Mark Zuckerberg versus Bill Gates.
0: And I'm talking Bill Gates at an age where he's the same age as Mark Zuckerberg.
1: All right. We're eliminating the age difference. I'm going to go with Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. I would too. Hey, he's just an angrier person.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right. So Zuckerberg moves on to the next round with an E, idiot. Okay. Um. last is Don Herbert from, you know, Mr. Wizard. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and this fight takes place in 1961, by the way. All of them or just this one? Just this one. Okay. All right. This is Don Herbert, Mr. Wizard versus Stephen Hawking in 1961. Oh, Hawking? Hawking. Hawking. I don't know, man. In boxing, Hawking,
1: Don Herbert, he's got that. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's taller. Yeah, street fight. You're right. Th- it, that's it, a toss up. But boxing is <clears throat> Hawking.
0: All right, Zuckerberg
1: versus Hawking. All right, now we got we got Bill Nye versus Elon Musk. Who'd win? Uh, um, boxing, 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 boxing. <laughs> I gotta give it to Bill Nye. Yeah. All right, Nye
0: moves on. Who's going? Who's he going to face? Next matchup is Zuckerberg versus Stephen Hawking in 1961. Uh, <laughs> come on, you know, you know, think, you know, you're thinking it. You don't want to say it. But you're know, right. You're, you I, don't you're say, it. I don't want
1: to. I don't want to say Zuckerberg's going to win. But
0: <laughs> he would. He, he would win. Okay. Damn it. The nope. truth hurts. <laughs> And now, for our main event in this corner, The Spill, The Science Guy 9! And in the other corner, we have Mark...
1: <laughs> what was his nickname <laughs> be? Mark the Dour Zuckerberg. M- Mark Livestream Zuckerberg. <laughs> hey, motherfucker's always got that dour puss on his face. The Dour Puss Zuckerberg. He's an idiot. Anyway. Oh, no, would it be uh, the Zucker, uh, uh, Mark Zuckerpunch Zuckerberg? <laughs> Zuckerpunch Zuckerberg. <laughs> now I kind of want him to win this fight. <laughs> but he's
0: facing Bill Nye in yeah. boxing. Yeah. So when it comes to Bill Nye versus Mark Zuckerberg, who would win? I mean, this is a, this is a title card bout, man. Right. Are they, they going to go the distance?
1: You should. Uh, that, you'd think so. Um, unless Bill Nye fucks up and drops his guard and lets the angry little troll that is Mark Zuckerberg get a lucky couple of shots on him back to back, I don't see him knocking him out. And I think then at that point, uh, with the reach advantage that Bill Nye has, he could take him to the 12th round if he... In probably about the tenth or eleventh round, he might have a chance of KOing uh, Zuckerberg because he's tired out. Because I can see Zuckerberg just he got tr- more build he's, going yeah. for it, yeah, and he, just trying he... to end it quickly. And Bill Nye just yeah, working be- him
0: but- because Bill Nye's been like he's been playing a role of uh, attrition. i was like leading up to the fight, all these fights, you know, he's been watching a whole bunch of Floyd Mayweather videos, mm-hmm. you know, and so you know, he, to be honest, you know, Bill Nye is the Floyd Mayweather of science. Yeah, so I would have to say. Bill Nye wins this one. I mean yeah. it could it could get it'd be a good fight. But yep. uh yeah, congratulations to Bill Nye.
1: <laughs> World scientist, World Genius Fight Club. World genius fight club. And I use that term genius loosely. Loosely. Well, by definition, isn't the term genius a loose term? It's yeah. all relative. Yeah, that's oh why hey, I... there's Einstein.
0: All uh, right. You want to go into the newsworth one? Always. Of course you do. So
1: uh suck it dry, Bill Mar. Oh, I know exactly where you're going you know with where this. I'm going I with? know exactly where you're going right. with this. You are sir are the lowest form of troll. Yeah.
0: Uh Stan Lee's company slams Bill Mars disgusting comments about late Marvel Giant. Now, if you have been living under a rock or something like that, you understand that Stan Lee, the great Stan Lee, passed away recently. And um, you need a moment? No, nah, nah, I'm good. Go ahead. Okay. And so, uh, but Bill Maher, on Real Time with Bill Maher, his HBO show, which I've watched from time to time. It's not like I'm not going to watch again. Um, <laughs> Fair uh, enough. Uh, uh, he wrote about the recent death of Lee in his blog, Bill Maher. Um, he, he's, they're explaining who Stan Lee is. Okay. Um, this is a quote. The guy who created Spider-Man and the Hulk d- has died, and America's in mourning. Deep, deep mourning for a man who inspired millions to, I don't know, watch a movie, I guess, he wrote. <laughs> Mark continued saying, adults, quote, pretended comic books are actually sophisticated literature. Now I want to throw something at you, Bill.
1: Yeah, because no comic book reader is proclaiming that comic books are sophisticated literature in any way, shape, or form. It's just something you that you they got to in- your roll, man. You, huh? You better slow your roll. Me? Yeah.
0: Okay. Lots, lots of comic book series have had like a critically acclaimed, award-winning storylines. They are absolutely on par
1: with "quote unquote" sophisticated literature. So some people are making that claim. I make that claim. All right. S- every comic book? Or, is, or no, th- no. So the majority of them are not sophisticated literature. Yeah. And oh, every look- book is not a
0: sophisticated book just because it no pictures. Right.
1: And that's exactly what I'm getting at. Yeah. here. So the majority of it is not sophisticated literature. Yes, some of it is great stuff, like James O'Barr's original Crow graphic novel. I absolutely love that. Uh, love that book. Of course
0: you got it. Uh, of
1: course you read that. Of course I read that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Bill Maher goes on and he says, "This is this makes me want to hit him." Um, he goes on to say, "And because America has over four thousand five hundred colleges, which means we need more professors." Then we have smart people. Some dumb people got to be professors by writing these uh, theses with titles like "Otherness" and "Heterodoxy" in the Silver Surfer. Mar wrote. And now, when adults are, fo- are forced to do grown-up things like buy auto insurance, they call it "adulting" and act like it's some giant struggle. What a douchebag! Um, He's kind of right there.
1: Not necessarily. Anyway, a lot of people do bitch about happen to adult. I don't want to adult today. Well, you don't. If you want to pan millennials, I understand. Pan the millennials. I get it. You don't bring Stan Lee into this because he's not a millennial. I, I get that, but he's there. He's been talking about society, not Stan Lee. I understand. I'm just, I'm just mad at him. Everything he says.
0: Everything funny. he says is wrong. Yeah. Uh. Now this is this is actually a funny quote. Uh, in the post. He said, uh, I don't think it's a huge stretch to suggest that Donald Trump could only get elected in a country that thinks comic books are important. <laughs> I actually think that's kind of funny.
1: <laughs> because you are so out of touch, Bill Maher. Right? You are so out of touch. I, I Bill Maher, your white privilege is showing. Well, just... He goes on to say... I...
0: <laughs> he goes on to say... But to say Stan merely inspired people to watch a movie... Um, in our opinion, it's frankly disgusting. Oh, this is the statement from uh, Power Entertainment, which is Stan Lee's company. Mm-hmm. Uh, to say that Stan Im- merely inspired people to watch a movie, in our opinion, is frankly disgusting. Uh, countless people can attest to how Stan inspired them to read, taught them that the world is not made up of absolutes, that heroes can have flaws, and even villains could show humanity within their souls. The statement continues, saying that Lee was an author of millions of happy childhood memories and the provider of so many of the positive tools, tools of adulthood. The statement concluded one of Lee's most famous quotes: "With great power, there must also come great responsibility." Mm-hmm. Mars not immediately commented on the backlash. He's at home
1: right now, going, "Oh, I fucked up." Mm-hmm. You know, number one, poor taste on you for it hasn't even been a week. Yeah. And he's attacking the country's mourning of the man. You may not agree with the fact that people are mourning with him, uh, over him, but have some fucking class, dude.
0: Well, the thing is, is that it's, it seems clearly calculated because Stan Lee is so, like a trending thing mm-hmm. right now. And, oh, now people want to pay pay attention to me. Now people want to pay attention to my show. You know, you're kind of a dick, Bill Maher. Yeah. And every time I watch your show, uh, it was like, you're kind of a dick, but I'll listen. You know why? Because I'm not a social justice warrior. I "I don't want to listen to you because I don't agree with everything you say. (laughs) I actually find it entertaining. You know, if I, back when I used to watch like Bill Maher religiously is like with some uh, liberal friends of mine and uh, we would laugh at different parts of the show, Mm -hmm. you know, and it, it was kind of interesting and that we'd have these conversations about why'd you think that, w- that was funny and so forth. <laughs> and that's what I like about shows like Bill Maher's Real Time with Bill Maher. And you
1: learned off of each other exactly. because of different points of view. Exactly. You know, like adults, like adults do.
0: Like adults do, yeah. So, uh... I mean, I'll listen to you, Bill Maher, but you can suck it dry for that shit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Respectfully, sir, I, I, I respect your freedom of speech, but you can go suck it dry. Yeah, just just because of your lack of respect, you know every every person who's mourning for the loss of the great Stan Lee. Why don't you uh, suck them all dry or eat them till they're dehydrated? <laughs> Call us back and let us know when you're done. <laughs> How long is this rant gonna last? I'm gonna
0: move on before you like pop a blood vessel. Get the cortisol down, man. Eleven-year-old uh, nearly succeeds in sneaking onto a plane without a ticket. Uh, a Georgia, okay. yeah, a Georgia tween nearly boarded a plane at Hartsfield-Jackson International Airport without a boarding pass or identification after running away from home on Friday. According to the Transportation Security Administration, the 11-year-old boy managed to get through the main security checkpoint without a plane ticket.
1: <laughs>
0: my dad's right up there. Yeah. <laughs> See, that guy, that's my dad. I, 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 I fell behind. I had, to, I had
1: to go to the bathroom. <laughs> dad went through. There's my dad right there.
0: There's some dude turning around waving at somebody and mm-hmm. say, goodbye, honey. You know, and he goes, that's, that's
1: him. <laughs> <laughs> That's some catch me if you can uh, Catch me if you right. can level shit right, right. there
0: uh, Eventually um, uh, Officers eventually caught up with him And they, uh, contacted his mother Who was not aware
1: he was at the airport Wow and This kid was running away He wasn't fucking kidding He was like I'm I'm yeah, not I'm, just done with you I'm mom and dad I'm done with this whole state <laughs> Where was the plane going? It doesn't <laughs> right. say it in this article If the kid was smart, Hawaii
0: <laughs> Where would a kid want to go?
1: Yeah, Hawaii.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, or uh, Disneyland. Yeah, the mother refused to comment about the incident. She blames the airport for allowing. Yeah, allowing her child to nearly board a plane. Yeah, I guess so. Uh,
1: well, well, ha- well, you know, well, it wouldn't have been an issue if you would. I don't know, knew where your kid was at. Yeah, there's. I mean,
0: yeah, there's two things that could be true. There's like two. That's a bad parent who sh- should have been paying more attention to their kid. Mm-hmm. And. two. Did I say two first or one?
1: Yeah, you said two. All right, all right. And then number
0: one is uh, they should have had security procedures in place because you don't want, you know, kids with bombs strapped to their chest running into airports because yeah. this news makes headlines somewhere else in the world. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, I get you. It was like, a kid walks straight in there? And it was like, we've been
1: trying to do that for so long. <laughs> right. And these people are crazy enough to strap bombs to kids. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, in situations like that, especially with the one, uh, the hypothetical we just described. Okay, well, that's your dad. Let's go. I will walk you to your father.
0: (laughs) But it's TSA, man. They're real busy. Real busy.
1: (laughs) Well, they should have a situation where they have some, you know, there's an extra guy running around that's mobile. You know, they pop on the little mic, uh, the walkies. Hey, get somebody over here for this.
0: And at the same time, it was like, even if it's a kid, the kid has a boarding pass, right? Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, how far can you get with that? Yeah, it's my dad right up there. He, yeah. He just walked in. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, okay. Go on, kid. You know, that's, <laughs> that's a bunch of idiots out there. Yeah. I mean, it's There's a bunch of bad things happening in secession.
1: Yeah. Okay. A series of unfortunate events. Indeed. Indeed. All right. Um, I, I want
0: to go to this. This is my favorite story of the day. Uh, A restaurant patron is arrested for allegedly threatening threatening to blow up an eatery's bathroom. Claims he only
1: he had to defecate. (laughs) That is a statement of, (laughs) I'm about to blow up this bathroom. (laughs) I had the burrito. (laughs) Toilet humor isn't
0: everyone's cup of tea, but people don't usually get arrested for it. Right. Such was the case last Sunday after a 30-year-old man in a New Orleans restaurant allegedly threatened to blow up the establishment. Even though the customer claimed he merely meant he was going to blow up the bathroom.
1: <laughs> you know what I mean, right? When I say blow up the bathroom? Yeah, you're about to fucking drop a dirty bomb and yeah, there. He's warning everybody. It's yeah. He's like, stay away from the bathroom for yeah. a while. You know, it's a common courtesy type thing. You don't want to walk into that. Anyway,
0: his name is Arthur Posey. He's 30 years old. He was at Willie's Chicken Shack on November 3rd. You would think this would be said a lot at Willie's Chicken Shack. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt. I'm going to go blow up that bus. <laughs> we hear that like five or six times a day, at least. right? least. Uh, employees say they got into a heated argument with a. St- uh... Oh, wait, he got into a heated argument with the staff, and he threatened to come back with a, a bomb. That's what employees say?
1: That's what the employees say.
0: Okay. A worker said Posey didn't mention anything about the bathroom at the time of the alleged threats. Okay, the plot thickens. <laughs> Police found Posey at a different establishment a block over where he claimed he hadn't actually issued any threats. He was only describing his journal intentions <laughs> in the Willie's Chicken Shack restaurant.
1: Here's a mouthful. <laughs> Why would you write it that way? <laughs> I don't know.
0: Uh police charged him with two counts communicating false information of plant arson? Okay. Posey will also need to appear in court on November twenty ninth for a
1: competency-, competency hearing. Uh okay. There's some more to this story than's being told.
0: Yeah. He might have been a. Father, though, he's like, I'm gonna go blow up this bathroom. Right. He may have been like arguing and threatening with the staff, and then all, of a sudden, oh, I gotta poop, and then he's gonna go <laughs> blow up this bathroom. And they're like, Did he say he's gonna blow up the bathroom? <laughs> right. And he's just like, No, man. It was like out of character. I was just saying it out of character, man. It was like it's something I had to do. I gotta go blow up this bathroom.
1: Yeah, and you know, saying for him, I don't, I can't speak to this of, about this guy because I don't know if he's a smart individual, has any common sense. Well, that's or- what the competency hearing is. So I'm assuming that he's probably not the brightest bulb. It's possible. So yeah. I can't see that. Well, maybe I can't. Maybe that guy would be dumb enough to say, well, I'm going to get a bomb and come back but and blow this place up. But that seems like a very odd statement. It, to me, it almost sounds made up by the, the staff? employees yeah. trying to cover their ass for calling the cops. Yeah. They're like, oh, no, he was just talking about.
0: It. Like he came out of there. He's like, St- stand back. Don't blow us up. And he's like, what you talking about? I feel great. You said you are going to blow up the bathroom It's like This is Willie's Chicken Shack You never heard that before? Right
1: (laughs) You know Everything you cook here Is made with grease Right (laughs) All that is Is a lubricant For the Long Island Expressway
0: There's a Hispanic guy in the back And I mean He he barely speaks English But he understands that idiom Yeah (laughs) I'm going to go blow up his bathroom Let's see see. Blow up bathroom See (laughs) (laughs) I know what you mean (laughs) <laughs> All right. Uh, bueno culero. <laughs> um, uh, so a man was shamed for proposing at the New York City Marathon as his girlfriend runs by. And they're saying he couldn't wait to propose to her at the finish line. All right.
1: What? Yeah.
0: Here's the thing. Caitlin Curran, Curran was nearing the 16-mile mark at the Queensboro Bridge, keeping up with the momentum of her first-ever marathon where her boyfriend of four years, Dennis Galvin... Caught her attention from the sidelines. This was uh, uh, after her bow cleared the spectator separating barrier and dropped to one knee. Coran uh, appeared to be visibly shocked and gleefully accepted Galvin's proposal, as seen as video footage, but it's gone viral on Twitter. Uh, quote She cried a little bit and yes, hugged him, and then said, Okay, I gotta go finish my race. <laughs> this is what uh, Galvin's cousin Kathleen told CBS. Uh, waving goodbye, goodbye to her new fiance, Coran continued on running for the 10.2 miles left of the marathon mm-hmm. with a sparkling new ring on her finger. Figueroa also reveled. Revealed. <laughs> Galvin was very nauseous at the big moment,
1: and he, w- "You're not running a marathon, jackass." No, well, he was nervous, and that can make you nauseous.
0: I understand, but he's not running. He's not running a marathon. He's just proposing. All you got to do, yeah. You- you're not sweating. You've never been married, have you? No. <laughs> you don't understand. I guess. Uh, Though the, the they're from Jersey City, New Jersey. Uh, they went on to celebrate with friends after, with friends and family later that day. Um, but some Twitter users were feeling less joyful about the story, and when it hit the internet, and here's a, here's some tweets that people. One of the obvious ones. He couldn't he couldn't propose to her at the finish line. Uh, another uh, comment was, he messed up her time so badly. <laughs> I really don't have time for this, honey. Um, There's another tweet. Uh, it, if he really loved her, he would have waited until after the race, given her a massage, taken her to a nice dinner, left her alone all night so she could have a nice long rest, woke her up the next morning with homemade waffles and strawberries, then asked her to
1: marry him. Jeez. <laughs> oh, How about this tweet? Mind your own fucking business. Right. I mean... I understand you want to get married, but that's like the worst time I can imagine. No. She's she's got that runner's high going on, so she's in a great head state. <laughs> that's crazy, man. In the Um other people like shamed her.
0: And uh shamed her for accepting? Shamed him. Okay. Um because um it was so public. You know, it was during the marathon. Mm-hmm. Thousands of people around. And I'm just like Um, that's exactly why I wouldn't do a proposal like that publicly. That's insane. You are out of your mind to do a public proposal. These jackasses that go and it's like, I'm going to get the mariachi band. They're going to come up and I'm going to have all of our friends and family around. And then I'll get to get down on one knee. It's going to be so romantic. The only thing I can think of when stuff like that happens is like, how certain are you? She is going to say yes Because I do not want to maximize the potential embarrassment for when
1: she says no. See, here's the thing. People who are doing that know their fiancé well enough to where they know that they're not going to say no and embarrass themselves or the one they're with. So they're putting them on the spot in order to get the answer they want.
0: Here's what I mean. is like, you should have had this conversation, like just laying in bed with your fiance, with your girlfriend at the time, mm-hmm. you know, and just having a conversation about getting married. You know, it do- there doesn't have to be any implications. I'm not talking about, let's do it right now. Let's just talk about marriage. Right. You know? And so you could talk, talk about marriage and stuff like that. And hopefully you have a question. And it's like, I was thinking, what if you got, what if, I don't know, what if say you're running a marathon, <laughs> and you're like halfway through the marathon and a guy comes out, your boyfriend comes out and he says, I love you. I want you to marry you and ha- like halfway through, through the marathon. You think that'd be a good proposal? And if she says yes, then, then you do that. Right. You don't spring this on in the middle of a marathon. You know, you like, you gotta be in that headspace.
1: Maybe they've had this conversation and nobody else knows about it. Or she was like, yeah, I'm going to be pretty tired by right about here. <laughs> so let me catch that, her before she gets in
0: that bad mood. They probably, they probably coordinated. It's like she said, it's like hey, right about here is where I'm going to need just a little bit of a breather. You, you can propose to me then. <laughs> because he just refuses to propose any o- at any other time but during the marathon.
1: Right. Uh, no, I, I, if I'm going to marry you, I got to pro- do this proposal when I want to do this proposal. <laughs> and this is where I'm going to do it.
0: Okay, we got five minutes left, and I'm running out of battery on my laptop. Uh-oh. Because of that damn humming sound, so I think I'll make it. Uh, a Florida family was playing Call of Duty and have the police called on them by their concerned neighbors. Because of the smell? No. <laughs> the virtual battle turned into a real-life drama for a full Florida family last week when na- neighbors contacted the police after thinking a gun battle was taking place in their home. Turn down the volume, people. No shit. The city of Deland said in a release that officers had to respond to a home on November 15th after neighbors called to report a possible disturbance where they heard a man and a woman yelling things, including, that is my gun, give it to me, and (laughs) please don't kill me. (laughs) Stuff you yell at the screen when you're playing Call of Duty. Uh Uh-huh. It sounds like they were doing one family-wide death match. <laughs> exactly. And so here's the 911 call goes, Hi, I'm, I'm calling because I hear my neighbors fighting down the street from me, and I'm a little concerned with what they're saying. Uh, I, I heard screaming, something like a woman saying, Please don't kill me. Uh, when the officers arrived at the home, however, they found out the couple had instead been playing Call of Duty. <laughs> Thankfully, it was not a situation the police... <laughs> thought that they were being called to.
1: Yeah, I bet you the cops were yeah. just, I bet you they had a good chuckle about that. <laughs> I'm sure.
0: Um, the woman inside the home, Jamie McKee, she told Fox 35, uh, it was the first time she uh, was playing with her husband uh, with at home with the windows open. And the game got heated at one point between he, her husband, she, uh, between her, her husband, and
1: their daughter. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's a play. competitive family know, right there. They, this family plays games together. That's great. Um The family that plays
0: together stays together. Exactly. I was in there laughing and don't kill me now, you know? hmm <laughs> Uh body cam footage can show shows the officers come to the door and she's explained she, You know, I think she had a controller in her hand when they're talking to me. <laughs> 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 Uh, it, it, they took it pretty serious, but unfortunately it wasn't that serious, so it was kind of funny, but kind of not. <laughs> I guess I can agree with that assessment. Yeah, I mean. Uh, the d Lid resident said the whole incident taught her a very important lesson going forward. We all close the windows from
1: now on yes. when we play, because we yell <laughs> real loud when we're playing. Call we of get Duty. enthusiastic, yeah. and we're uh, we're up in this shit, so we, we, well, the, and the, of... the neighbors are nosy. <laughs> yeah,
0: a little bit. So you want to talk about oh. Dr. Krieger? Who? Krieger? Kreaker. Yeah. A uh, man, thirty five years old, reportedly marries computer hologram.
1: Weird science has happened. Surrounded by nearly forty people. A thirty 35- uh, five here's your opportunity, man. You were just talking about trying to find somebody. <laughs> this guy's got your answer.
0: Negative. Do not want a hologram. It's like ghost sex. Who wants that? Apparently
1: a lot of people if our retirement yeah. fund's gonna work out. If-
0: Anyway, surrounded by nearly forty people, a thirty-five-year-old man reported, "Hey, that's my age. So I'm thirty-five too." <laughs> reportedly, married a virtual hologram earlier this month.
1: You're not again.
0: <laughs> Akihiko Konda, who works for a middle school in Japan, oh man, you teach middle schoolers. Uh, he wed Hatsune Miku, a hologram that was created by a computer as singing software on November fourth. Reuters reported Wednesday, the hologram which takes the form of a teen performer, is a singing voice synthesizer featured in over uh, 100,000 songs, according to the online description from Krypton... Krypton? With a C. uh, Future Media, the company whose program the character is bottled on. In a statement to Fox News, the company said they are not involved in any way in this wedding ceremony, and we have no knowledge of it outside that it has been reported. (laughs) Uh, marriage with a character has ne- no legal validity, and this event should be of no concern to Hatsune Miku's millions of fans. Whoa! <laughs> no way. You marry her, you're married to her. Uh-huh. Can, uh huh. Can someone else marry her too? Uh, I don't I think so. Is she Mormon? What's the point of doing this? Have you... <laughs> <laughs> Sister wives. <laughs> copy, paste, copy, paste, copy, paste. <laughs> All the wives I want. Right. Oh, you got a headache? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Delete. Paste.
1: (laughs) It's about as stupid as this coworker of mine. And I know you're going to hear this. So yeah, I'm bringing this up. He asked me, he's like, hey, uh, if you made like, let's say three clones of yourself and you brought them out here to the job site and had them do work, you wouldn't have to pay them, right? What you're out of your mind if you think that? Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck do you think that they're doing it for? Ex- exactly. He's like, but they're you, so and you're being paid, so why would you have to pay them? No. I said, number one, they wouldn't be me; they'd be three different uh, separate individuals. Exactly. So was like, well, I, no, wait, wait. Number one, l- 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 shut up, dude. Here's the answer: When you put food in your mouth, are they fed? When you take a drink of water, are they getting liquid? <laughs> no, they would need that money to feed themselves. He
0: just watched Multiplicity and thought, hey, Instant Slaves.
1: Right. He's you know, like, no, dude. No, Th- dude. Thanks for listening, listener. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway,
0: it's 7.01. Uh, we got more shows coming on there. Hey, hey, Freak Nasty. Hey, Mom. Hi. See you listening. Uh, and those of you elsewhere, I, I hope you enjoyed the show. Um, be sure to check us out on social media. Uh, you can find me at Denaletsaw, D-N-A-L-E-T-S-A-W. It's the word wasteland backwards, at Denaletsaw.com at on on Twitter um, I'm also on instagram sl robbins 13 on instagram 13 and check us out on Facebook We are we are uh, shock monkey radio redux on Facebook um check out my youtube channel madman lowercase or just search for fxpg public radio and you'll probably find my videos on YouTube please like share and subscribe uh, go to patreon.com consider becoming a patron and then it's like street cred and somebody's like hey uh you ever hear this? That show, Shock Monkey Radio. Give like, me the money in your wallet,
1: but I'm I'm a patron to yeah, Shock Monkeys. A, uh,
0: okay, okay, okay. No, you know, someone comes up to you. You ever hear that show? And it's like, actually, I'm a patron, and you can hold that over them, you know. And so, if if you become a patron, then you're like, actually, I'm a patron to everybody. So just keep that in mind. Anyway, we're at the end of the show now. Uh, I want to say Happy Thanksgiving to you all. Hug and kiss your families for the Madman because he loves you.
1: Who are you? And I'm the Hill Hippie. I'm wishing you all peace and love, and may your holiday be enjoyable and your travels be safe. Okay, I gotta do this uh,
0: audio thingy. Are you gonna figure it out this time? I I will. There we go. Hey! I get it! (laughs) (laughs) Let's kill a turkey!